Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for nerds all across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. To flame on. I am Brian. I'm here with all of my friends and colleagues and all that people we've talked about. I have Pat to my left. What up? Oral's across from me. I was here on time. You were. Are we retconning that? Kind of. For this episode, he yeah. was on time. Okay, that's fair. That's it's fair. the magic of podcasting. Jared is to his left. Hi. And then Jeff. My name is Big Daddy Jeff. <laughs> and then we have BJ. Hey, how's it going? And I'm Brian. As I said previously, today we're here to talk about Star Wars. A Force Awake? No, The a Force. A Force. <laughs> a Force. A Force. A random I blame, occurrence. I blame the shrimp. It is made no. The Force Awakens. Which the Force was, needs a nap. <laughs> the Force has had a long day. day. The Force always needs a nap. This was originally supposed to be called uh, The Path of the Jedi. Did you know that? It was also supposed to be called Shadows of the Empire. Did you know that? Oh, well, they've had a couple names. They have. Now... The Force Awakens, uh, if you've not been uh, anywhere with television, internet, uh, reel-to-reel. Sounds like Superman. Is that Superman? It's very sim- it's yeah. similar to Superman. John Williams. Uh, I'm holding up a BB-8. Pat is playing the opening of the BB-8 application on his smartphone. Uh, I don't know how well this is going to translate to audio for the podcast, but... Fuck it, let's do it live. You can show them on the video. Yeah, there's though. a video. But the video, clearly you can see, as my BB-8 hovers over the potted shrimp, we are a bit uh, Star Wars obsessed in this household. If you know me at all, you know that I have two yes. things in my life that I'm a bit obsessed about over. I'm a, I'm Legos, a fan. Legos, Doctor Who. I'd say I'm a fan. What's, uh, what was that MMORPG that you played? In fact, I am playing it again. Oh, I am Star back Wars. on the old republic like nobody's business. Oh my Sw- god, Swator, Swator, Swator. Uh, in fact, I finally joined the Rough Trade Guild. Uh, guild, no! on <laughs> old republic. You do like the Rough Trade? I, I tend to, yes. Yeah, so okay, you can find that at Parliament House as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we call that. Hanks. That is the roughest trade. That, the rough no, trade. Hanks is the roughest trade. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, Force Awakens, it's the new Star Wars episode seven. In the however many part in the infinite part series that Disney owns it, uh, you all know about Star Wars. We've all either heard of it, we've seen it. If you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil the shit out of you it. You see, in the power of myth, exactly. A uh, hero begins his journey with a thousand faces, yeah. and then I don't want to do it. It's not for me. I can't do this. Well, you know what? Guess like I have to do it. After all. <laughs> that wasn't actually that, much. Oh, boy, I guess. I'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right, so let's start with what we loved, and then we'll go to any problems we may have. Some of us may have a few. Um, I loved the movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. 
There have been... I've only seen it once. I will put that out there. You don't love the movie. I do love the movie. I've seen it once. I have problems, but we will get to those. But overall, I was very happy that they recaptured the joy that is Star Wars to me and did it in a way that was very entertaining, very commercially uh, successful. Holy shit, is it commercially successful? Breaking records every day. Uh, we're... It's almost going to break uh, Avatar's record, domestic record. Keeping our fingers they crossed. Away. They said by, by Monday, actually, it should be. Uh, and, and Avatar. By y'all hear this, it should be done. It took a lot longer for Avatar to break that. And it's Avatar just, is really not that good. Yeah. No. Pocahontas? It was just Fern a Gully. vehicle for 3D? Yeah. So I loved it, and I'll start with that. I love that I stayed awake for the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> good job. And I loved BB-8. Aww. As soon as BB-8 came, I'm rolling onto my screen. I was like, yay! Can you really call it bareback? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Is that what BB stands for? Bareback and 8? Wow. 8 or more. <laughs> I think eight's the minimum these days. Oh. Makes sense now. But is it 8 AOL? Oh. What's the units for that 8? Um. Yes, I know you love BB-8, which is why I made sure you got a BB-8, even though it's, it's not So I made sure you got the Spiro BB-8. <gasps> that way I can play with it. Exactly. Happy so, birthday! Mm-hmm. I get to play with this, too. So you love BB-8? Yep. Or what do you think? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also had issues, and after seeing it, uh, there was a good solid like, day and a half where I was just debating about it in my mind and parsing it out. Um, I do know that Kylo Ren is the high school boyfriend I always knew I would have. With that hair? With the hair. Oh my gosh. And I just, like, no one understood him but me. (laughs) No one understood me but him. And I was in love with him, mother. And we're gonna fly. And we're going to the big city on Coruscant. (laughs) Oh, wait, they blew that up. No, they didn't. Um, I enjoyed the movie. That was very entertaining. Um, I liked that it was faithful to the design sensibilities from the original the original three. The Ralph McQuarrie? Yes, the Ralph McQuarrie designs. Um, they didn't try and clean it up and future it up. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was nice that they kept that uh, level of sophistication of their technology. Um, and I just like that... Uh, I mean... I, I'll, I'll punctuate that more when I talk about the things I didn't like, but uh, for the most part, everything that was Star Wars was amplified yeah. in this film. It was turned <clears> up <throat> to 11. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think my favorite part was actually, I mean, the movie was great. I love the movie. But one of the things that I love most that was yielded from the movie is the Twitter feed, Emo Kylo Ren. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is my crack cocaine now. It's great. It's really, I, uh, <laughs> Yes, it's so good. But every, the movie was good, but that was is that's just the gift that keeps on giving. I gotta say, they got a Death Star, right? Like, I gotta, I'm like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, from the original movies, if you're gonna rebuild the Death Star, rebuild that shit to, like, not just take out a planet, but take out a goddamn star system. Like, let's be clear. Oh, you have, thought you had an army? Like, just kidding. Well, to like, be fair, this was more true to form a Death Star then the other one was a Death Star. Exactly. Well, it this caused the death of a star. No, this was an actual star. No, you know, it was a planet. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it star used the power of a giant curtain ball. Yeah, but we're, <laughs> starting, we're, starting, we're starting off with Star Killer. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Star Killer base. Star Killer, yeah. star Killer from Lucas's original Star Wars script. Uh, I think it was Anakin or Luke. No, Luke. Luke, 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 Luke Star Killer. So that was an interesting thing. So overall, I think it's. Because I went into the movie like, I don't know, this has been going on a while, and I've read a lot of books and comics. And what kind of books? Are they going to... Um, you read the Expanded Universe? Uh, yes. All a long, not all of them, but a long, a long time ago when I was a child. Um, but I'm thinking like, when going into it, like the whole movie, I'm like, how is, this isn't going to affect me nearly as much as watching them again for the first time. And no, it completely took me all the way back there. Did you squirt? A little bit. Yeah, there was a little bit of a slug stamp on the chair. I didn't mean that. I mean, did you oh. cry? Oh my god. No. You said you, no. I didn't cry. No, I cried like a bitch. No. A like a times. bitch. Like that was at least a couple bitch. times where I was totally... Like oh, yeah. a bitch. I keep, it, I keep it in, sort of, but I was crying. 
was upset. I mean, I was upset. I was crying for both joy and sort of like, oh, they finally... You know, I was on the edge of crying from joy oh, yeah. because I, just, I, it, it was I was on the edge of glory. I'm on the edge <laughs> of crying! Oh. <laughs> I admit, like, there were a couple moments, and, and I think it's part of it is the... I was thinking back and actually... Jeff and I had lunch. Uh, had lunch with our father uh, earlier yesterday, and I was like, "When did we see Star Wars in the theaters?" Obviously, well, obviously, I'm 39. I would have been very young to see the first movie, uh, New Hope, or Star Wars. Uh, but I do remember seeing Empire fairly early in my life and having like the record and the toys, of course, and all that. But I definitely know that we saw. I think you and I both saw a Return. Jedi. I just recall my earliest memory of Star Wars was you had the arc book, I think, from Return of the Jedi. I had a, I had a record, and it had a booklet in the record that flipped through that. But yes. then I think it had another book, too. My sexual awakening was definitely the metal bikini Leia. Because really? it was a big, big <laughs> spread on that. Because it was a vinyl spread. spread. It, yes. Leia spread. Yes. Okay. It, was a, it was a vinyl, so it was a giant booklet, yep. and it was just like, hey, nobody's here. That's an attractive thing. No! Oh, yes. I didn't even know that. Yes. But all right, but I had a, I had a puzzle that walked all that I loved. I loved so, so But that's much. funny because you're younger, and I thought the whole thing from I, I Met Your Mother I, was kind of older people didn't like Ewoks. But I hate Ewoks, too. I'm not, I, a, I'm not a, a fan. It's a low-budget Wookiee. Oh, I am in the bear. Every yeah. time I would ride Star Tours, I would get really mad because you have the entire this entire galaxy go to. And we're going to Endor? Nobody's fucking going to Endor. Wookiees are, the Wookiees are awesome. Ewoks are stupid. And I really wanted them to kill Wookiees. Like, I you, really... Okay. <laughs> Let's just take a moment here. There was this thing going around a comic shop uh, with Aaron and then even with Cap a little bit. Because with you, Aaron you were all convinced, that must have been Aaron, that they were going to show Wicked get killed on screen. And he thinks that that was cut. So he may, when they release the first DVD with, you know, the extended uh, version. Which, which Abrams has now said they won't be doing. Yeah, but. but who knows? Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. He, he swears that they were going to kill Wicked, and I was waiting for that. <laughs> I want to just slaughter each and every one. That's so. Oh, That's what, so one of the cool. planets that they blew up with yes. the. Well, I just, yeah. you know, because I think the reason is. He, okay, so in the movie, Kylo Ren is a big fan of his. As was revealed in the movie, his grandfather Darth Vader. He's a Sith fanboy. He's a Sith fanboy, but specifically his grandfather Darth Vader. He's a Vader fan. Right. Now, he has... picture I found. He has that burned remains of the helmet from Darth Vader. How did he get the helmet? The only way he could have gotten it... Well, not the only way, but one of the ways would be to go back to Endor and find the burial remains and take the helmet. So, like... That was, I think, the genesis of they're going to kill Wicked. But they didn't kill Wicked. The movie was about moving forward. Albeit in a way that was very referential to the past. And that's one of my big problems. I understood why they did it, but the movie was a strong retread of A New Hope. In many structural ways, in many specific ways, it was meant to be a new New Hope. And I get it. It's safe. Because with the prequels, they didn't quite do that, although there's elements of a new hope in, uh, what was the first movie called? The Phantom Menace. But they did a, Lucas did, for better or for worse, a different thing in the prequels. But in this, they were like, nope, 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 forget the prequels, we don't care about that, we know that's kind of a, a bunch of baggage. You remember that, that video of the kid who played WoW, but then his mom or somebody took it away from him? Yes. So they, they superimposed Kylo Ren's helmet on his room, and he's shoving the, the, the big Claymore lightsaber up his butt, and he's making that noise, and there's Darth Vader posters everywhere. Um, but anyway, my, my, my point is, that's a good thing, because I think it made it safe, and it made it commercially very viable. But I also feel like if you're going to do more Star Wars, do something new. Do something, and that's what I hope the next two movies, or even the little spin-off movies. Exactly, yeah. it could be something different. So that's that's my first problem. What about Star Killer Base? Is the stupidest thing <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. What the Hot Star? <clears throat> so you know, going in, the Empire is a bunch of fascists. 
Straight up. Well, yes, you, up. you look at all of their costumes, and it's 100% more Nazi this time. 100 <laughs> 300%. Yeah. So, like, that scene um, on Starkiller Base, where you see, like, huge red banners, where you see them all lined up, or just like, oh, okay, so you're not even going to no. pretend. Like, okay, there's, there's space, they're the SS. Like, we got it. So the Nazis weren't scary because they had these massive super weapons that were going to wipe out society. They were scary because they had a nationalistic fervor. They had production lines. Yeah, some of their technology was a little advanced, so they had like fantastic U-boats and a panzer division. Like These are the things that gave the Allies a run for the money. From a militaristic standpoint, only being, what, 30 years? It doesn't make sense for you to triple down on this <laughs> weapon. That makes no fucking sense. They're the derringers of space. It's like they Hux fire is like, once wait. and you drop them because they're worthless and they get destroyed. It makes no fucking sense. Had Starkiller Base been like, I don't know, like a, a shipyard or something, or something that like literally was a strategic hold for them, and you go in like rebels would do, like Black Ops style, and sabotage it and blow it up, that would have been fine. And it's not like I'm mad at the movie because I don't think they did the work. They did the work. We see it. It's a really good movie. Total great. But now we've done the trench run three times to destroy something for the third time. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. How the fuck do you come out of the Empire, the ashes of the Empire, as the First Order, and you're just like, you know what? You know what didn't work two times before? You know what we've sunk all of our resources into? Death Stars. You know what we're going to do? Yep. We're going to terraform a fucking planet. We're going to have one massive super mega star destroyer. And then one fucking planet that's going to get blown up again. By that critical design flaw. And it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's stupid. And like, as soon as... It, the plans for Star Killer Base showed up in the war room. I checked out of the movie emotionally. Wow, really? Like, I was done. And the only thing that brought me back wasn't the major death. It was the the battle sequence right afterwards. It was them facing off with Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. That's what brought the stakes back to me. You mean it wasn't Poe Dameron's uh, slick little smirky pilot, you know, I love Poe together. That's adorable. But, like, I just, I just, it's stupid and I hate it. And it's a misstep. I agree. It's a misstep. I think the, the icing on the cake to that, though, was the rally that they had prior to, where it was basically the, the military leader. Because, you know, as Kylo Ren is like the leader of the Knights of Ren or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, General Hux is the, the military yep. commander. Like, I'm going to bring all of my forces here so they can see my great speech and we can fire the weapon. That way, everybody's on planet at the same time. Of course. So that way, and that was one of the, the gripes I've heard multiple reviews have said. You don't really know where the First Order stands at the end of this movie. Like, did they just lose their entire military because right. they all just yeah. put all of them on the planet and at once? This gets to a huge problem with the movie that I had, is there's so little time in between major set pieces and action to explain what the fuck is going on. Because, yes, you get the idea that the First Order comes from the Empire, and that the Resistance comes from the Rebellion, even though there's also a Republic. You get these vague sense of things happening, and then you get that there's this Coruscant-looking seat of the, the New Republic planet that's blown up. But you don't know that it's Coruscant, you don't know that it's whoever, you know whatever that it's, comes. It's not Coruscant. You don't know what it is, yeah, they, you just they know, oh, wait, it, there's a Republic, and then they blew it up. Do you know why Alderaan is super important? Alderaan is super important because Leia right. is from Alderaan. She knows that she's yeah. lost her entire planet, and she's fighting for her survival and for the memory of Alderaan. Do you know what we think about those planets? Nothing. Nothing. We don't know what, who they are. We don't know what they were called. Right. They're just gone, and it was the seat of the new republic. Right. Okay, that's great. You could have blown up Austin for all I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, different, different uh, Facebook articles I've seen put out. It's all the back matter. It's the script to the movie. They pr they published the script. Well, they didn't publish it. Someone leaked the script and these art books. Which other little things that give you more detail. Like, this yeah. is what the state of the, the galaxy is right wow. now. This is where the Republic is at. This is why they're called the Rebellion, or the Resistance, instead of the Rebellion. Right. This is what the First Order is. But they have to explain all that in the back matter. 
So you're going to the movie. This yeah. is after they released this after the movie came out. So you're like, Wait, what the fuck just happened? And, and then you got to read up on it. I get that they want to go away from Luke's prequels where they over-explained everything. Midichlorians. Trade, yeah, Midichlorians, Trade Federation, all that. But, I mean, a little bit of stakes. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that the Leia thing. Because you're right. Alderaan matters because of Leia. Who the fuck was related to? And there was a character in the, I guess, the script or something that was on that planet that was related to Leia that would have been the bridge when they cut it. They just, you know why those planets are important? Because they could be seen perfectly in the sky from the planet <laughs> that the people oh, that needed to see those planets God, being blown up you were on. Exactly. And then you go, what the fuck is this? Is this like Firefly and she's all big, giant fucking solar system? Like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But, because, you know, if we were outside right now and five planets blew up, we could see them perfectly in the sky. Yes. I think that the movie still works in spite of all these awful... It totally works. physics Star Wars-y, yeah. Jumping in the light speed. Hop, skip, and a jump. Minute and a half. We're good. Hey, hang we're, on. We're, 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 we need to be... Yep. I broke off the thingamajig. You should have no problem with light speed now. Can we talk about... Okay, so we mentioned Poe. Let's start with that. I want to go back to... I want to get to Cosmo. So don't you so dare besmirch Oscar Isaacs. I'm not. Reputation. I think the best thing to happen from that movie, in addition to the BB-8, My Two Dads uh, thing that is awesome. I love My Two Dads. Uh, there's the graphic of Poe reacting to seeing Finn being alive and wearing his jacket. Oh, well, the, the, where he's like biting his lip, like, <laughs> mm, like that is the best thing to come out of Star Wars. See, I never picked up on that at all throughout oh, the movie. I couldn't place it until my boss is like, "I think Poe Dameron is a homosexual." I'm like, "That's it!" Like literally every light bulb. Yeah, he on, he was very happy every time he'd see Finn. Like. Uh, How's it going? It oh, you got my jacket. It looks so much better on you. Bro. Bro. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, he had also just gotten tortured and <laughs> thought he was going to die. So anybody would have looked so, good at that point? I'm pretty sure, like... Did he you see know. the Daniel Craig Stormtrooper? I mean, uh, comparatively. What were you saying, Oh, no, it's just that uh, it felt shoehorned, this, this explanation that he's gay. It's just... I, I never picked I up on it. I don't believe it's actually true, because let's be honest, in the Star Wars universe, the only characters that have sexuality are maybe the Skywalkers and Han Solos, and that's it. Interesting. Not even the Skywalkers. Leia. Right. Luke is Everybody else ambiguous. Be, yeah. Who cares? Well, because that's Lando. the Jedi way, is to be chased. Unless you're Anakin, then you get in there. Or unless you're Luke and you have a daughter named Rey. That's another thing. <laughs> um, they have never. They have not confirmed She that. learned Wookiee from her Uncle Chewie while hanging you out with her. Every time... Chewbacca or any Wookiee now comes on the screen. This one, he's like, Bear, what's wrong? Hey, bear, what's going on? Like, he's not a bear, he's a Wookiee. Hey, Bear. Hey, Although, bear. he does a great L'Oreal ad, let's be honest. Have you seen that too? <laughs> the reason I do that is because of How I Met Your Mother. Oh. When Ted finds out that Stella had never seen Star Wars, he makes her watch it, and then um, she pretends to like it, and then Ted leaves the room, and Marsha goes, you hate it, didn't you? And she goes, and she starts complaining, and then she goes, and then you got that walking bear that's just going, walking around growling. You were wrong. Yeah, bear, that sounds like a good idea, bear. <laughs> I did you watch is. that episode. Oh, I need okay. to see that. Okay, since you mentioned the L'Oreal ad, uh-huh. let's talk about everything has fucking Star Wars on it. Oh, God. Drinking water. Apples. Uh-huh. Lipstick. Orange, oranges. Oranges. Shower heads. Campbell's soup. Tampons. No tampons. You can have a Kylo Ren helmet tent, and you can sleep in a Tauntaun in your Kylo Ren tent. Well, the Tauntauns, <laughs> that's a thank you thing. That's right. brilliant. Right, but a Kylo Here's Ren a tent, yeah, yeah. that's so much. Um, I, there's a Star Wars serial too, so you can there's always been a there's always been a serial. Yeah, no, the like serials are an old product place. Hey, thing. certain tampons are, okay. are new. Tampons and condoms, or they have Kylo Ren condoms. Oh, there's makeup. There's Star Wars makeup yes, now. Yes, they did that really? for Hunger Games yeah. too. I think I think Jared has a, a Star Wars collection of jewelry or one of the jewelry really? companies. Yeah, are you Jared? Yeah, it does. <laughs> he's wearing them right now. Chrysler has playing has been playing ads. I think Mark Hamill does the narration for the ads. Oh yeah. Well, he okay. Needs to have some live from something. Can yeah. we talk about the fact that as much as I was happy to see him at the end, I really wanted more Mark Hamill in my movie, and I get it. I've heard the interviews with them, and the fucking MacGuffin of this entire yes. movie. I know. Was pointless. But I love Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, and I want that. He's a MacGuffin in the movie, but he shouldn't be. He should be a main. No, movie. he's not the MacGuffin. The fucking map well, on yeah, BBA. Yeah. 
But this, for somebody who ran away and didn't want to be found, everybody sure seemed to have a copy of the map. Oh, you don't have a copy? I got a copy here. Just missing one piece. Can you put that on my Dropbox real quick? I didn't first get a copy of that like, map. Oh, I'm what? sorry. R2-D2's to uh, power save. Well, See, that, that brought so me... Sad. We didn't have an iPod charger till you got here, so we plugged him in. It was old technology. It was that old pin set. Let's, let's go over Phasma. Let's start with Phasma. The I non-existent love character. the idea of Phasma. Of I love... Uh, but uh, how Brent. was I supposed to know she was a woman if her armor didn't have boobies? <laughs> How was I supposed to understand? This? Uh, I will say that that is probably the most disappointing thing about all these, the, 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 all these movies, the first movie, because like she was made out to be such a big, important part of the story, and first time she shows up, hey, make sure you do that thing. It's like total middle management. Let me see you when you get your helmet back on. And then the second time, she just rolls over and is like, oh, all right, yeah, sure. And then they throw her into the Sarlacc pit. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, she's totally Boba Fett. Now, I think she'll be back, because yeah. I think she's too popular with everybody. I'm, Although, Boba Fett, you know. I'm positive that they're, they're going to do something with her, but this was just kind of a, like, there's this character that exists, and that and that, that actually brings me all to the full circle to the whole thing with what I didn't like about the movie, is, that, is the fact that we're getting Star Wars. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details that knows it's a three-part series. Oh, yeah. We're getting that, and modern, that's modern instead movies, of a self-contained. Yeah. It's the Marvel problem. Every Marvel movie has to relate to every other Marvel movie, so you're never going to get a self-contained story. You're well, going to get, oh, I'm in this next You thing. know the flaw in that, though? Not to say Star Wars didn't have the flaw, but like you have series like The Matrix, where, it's a, again, it was a first one good movie. They did not plan for a trilogy. And when you add two movies or you shoehorn two movies onto one that wasn't planned as one, it stands out a bit. So you almost have to have the idea in your mind of this is where we'd like for it to go. If you got, I mean, everybody knew though, when you pick up a Star Wars license if you're Disney, you're gonna milk that shit till the day you die. So right. I mean, it wasn't a matter of like, oh, let's see how Episode Seven does. Right. We're and not we'll sure. Plan out where it goes. No, it was like, okay, Episode Seven, Episode Eight, Episode Nine, Rogue One, Han Solo. Like all the stuff. Oh, but it's a fucking movie. Yeah, they, I was. They knew that. I was gonna say the reason J.J. Abrams, I think, did not stay on is his strength is he's a cover artist. He plays other genres and other styles like Spielberg or Star Trek. He plays that and does what works well in those. Mission Impossible Three. Oh, I he only did three. I think he knows and realized that for the for the franchise to really thrive in some new. Thing and, and, and that's what Ryan Johnson's role is, I think. And Abrams is is very good as a producer because you look at yeah. his his list of of, oh, yeah. of different companies with Bad Robot. He's got a lot of good stuff as a producer. But I mean, they needed somebody safe. They needed an Abrams. They needed someone to relaunch, and that's the new hope thing. New characters. Uh, well, we talked about Phasma. Well, and to your point with Phasma, he did an interview with Rolling Stone before the movie came out. And it is mentioned in there that Phasma's role in Seven got dramatically cut down, and um, she will have a much bigger role in Eight and possibly. That's great. She's a cool character. Now, here's what I'm hoping though. She's shy. I'm hoping that her her role kind of goes in with Poe, and they have this kind of weird like maybe coy relationship thing where they get a little flirty like back. Moonlighting. Yeah, yeah. You want to be moonlighting? There's speculation that she is resistance. No, she's the mother of... Oh, fuck. I just watched this video on YouTube. Uh, Ray? BB-8. No, I think Poe's mom. 
or no, 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 no. no. I was not raising the comics. Oh, I gotta go back. Kylo Ren, give me something. Snow. There's a whole thing where like. Well, no, where Hold Snoke is Plagueis, and, like, it goes through this whole thing, and, uh, it says, you know, the theory, this person's theory is that Ray is Luke's daughter, and, like, Phasma, like, there's a connection to these characters, that she's the mother of, like, I'll have to go back to my My stuff. favorite theory right now, the Plagueis, uh, Snoke thing is, that's, Divine Grace actually is the one who introduced me to that one. Oh, and, I know which one you're about to mention. Um. It's a bit weird. Ray's Obi-Wan's <laughs> Like, that's the most far afield. Like, I just... Frozen and no, Just the sperm. Just the sperm. Oh, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> they thought it out in Something they... distant. Maybe maybe granddaughter. But, like, a direct descendant of Obi-Wan, not... Anyway, who knows? Like, this is where, like, every time a new Doctor Who thing happens, I get all excited. I want to make these, these cool theories and everybody's talking online. But, honestly, I don't think any of that's going to be what happens. It's going to be a little more pedestrian. It's going to be a little more obvious. I think the twin argument from the expanded universe, but also just it makes sense, does work in favor of uh, Ray being um, Han and Leia's kid, but at the same time, they had to have been mind-wiped, because they wouldn't have treated their daughter like that if they had had any idea oh, we have our daughter on this planet. Like, if that you was haven't awkward. seen her since a young age, you may not realize that that's your you daughter. You don't just abandon your daughter and then not keep tabs. Like, that's, to me, the whole reason why Han's even around there is because that's what's happened. But, well, then you have the old the old guy at the beginning of the movie that nobody really quite knows why he was no, there. Max that. von Sydow, yeah, really? by Max von Sydow, and you just... But that's why I think his role is the more important. He's back in the... Uh, apparently, his character's uh, build for the next movie. And possibly flashbacks. There's going to be a lot of flashbacks. Okay, so he's the old mentor character. He's Ben Kenobi. Possibly. Well, so, no, well, Ben Kenobi is freaking Han Solo in this movie. Oh, I mean, well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the you know, old mentor character in the beginning. Oh, but, yeah. You know, that, tor- that torch went to Han Solo at the end where they... As soon know, as he started doing anything around, like, force field reactors, I'm like, oh, that bitch is being Obi-Wan. And, and then there's there. an audience. And then there's an audience. That's when you know something's going to happen. So what do we think of the black guy? Finn Boyega or John Boyega? John Boyega. Finn Boyega. Finn Boyega. No, he's amazing, although I will tell you this. I loved him. I think he's great. I deviate about the father or whatever. That he said droid please. He did. That, that was, was a I bit. I confirmed that's what he said. <laughs> no, he did. That was a bit. And I top. thought if it didn't work in context, I, I almost was, that was almost too much. Like, yeah. of, the, of the more modern... Uh, speech patterns or things like that was in there. I'm like, oh, don't do that. Like I don't, I don't want it to feel dated, and I feel like that's a more modern contrivance. Yeah. You know what I mean? But other than that, I think he was great. He played sort of. He had the most of a journey. He went from this stormtrooper to I don't want to be a stormtrooper to I'm going to lie to get out of this situation to I'm owning up to this and I want to help you. Like that was a strong arc. Well, and I, I say the black guy because it was true. It's like they gave. They gave more diversity to this cast than a lot of the previous ones. Good. But even then, it's like we have one guy in the entire galaxy. Who says, I don't want to be a stormtrooper? No, no. Who's, who's, who's like the only like African-American, you know, British. But, what, was there any other character? What's interesting, he doesn't have a British accent. Was a small Yoda-looking little thing. Was Maz Kanata is awesome. Oh, Maz is. is amazing. She Maz is, was but, really good. I but apparently, she was a horrible like voice and screen capture uh, actress because a lot of Maz's parts were cut out. Of yeah, really? they said they. So yeah. she was supposed to go to the Resistance and have a part there. And that, she's also built like I love her. Do you have you seen the picture online of her as um, Ruth? Uh, not Ruth. Um, Sophia. 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 The I know these eyes. I've seen those eyes before. But I, I will tell you the the the, mo- the the thing that I love the most, and uh, the Josh from my fanboy uh, echoed this. Ray is something that young girl Star Wars fans can absolutely love and own and do with what they want. She's not relegated to this damsel in distress. She's the true hero of the, sh- of the movie, and that is huge to me, and that is really cool. There have been female Jedi, there have been female characters in the Leia, but, like, that she is the central, badass, like, new Luke Skywalker yeah. is amazing. 
my only problem is, and I talked about this a little bit on Comic Bears, I'm not going to say the term that people have been throwing around, Max Landis and all that. I'm not getting that into that. But I do feel like once the journey is complete, there needs to be more of an explanation for why she is so adept at what she is doing. Yeah. Because she took to it quicker than Anakin and quicker than Luke, I feel. But I'm, I loved it. I really was so happy with her badassery with the lightsaber and the, the mind tricks and the whole thing. She was awesome. I just I like all the new characters interactions. I mean, I mean, because you have so you have Ray, who's kind of this new, this new character that you're gonna you're, you know you're gonna go through their journey. You've got Finn, who is kind of the only real link you, of information you have to the First Order, outside of seeing what Kylo and Snoke's doing. Which I really want to. I really want to know more about Snoke. I want to oh. know about. I want to. I can't yeah. wait to see. I can't wait to see if we get to see any of Kylo's training in the next movie, um, or any of the other Knights of Ren. He's got a whole yeah. posse, and um, I think we saw a brief snippet. Benicio, flashbacks. Benicio yeah. del Toro is apparently supposed to be a major villain in the next movie. Who I love. As the <gasps> no, as the collector. Oh, <laughs> the white. The white hair is back. So, um, but I, I love, like, the, th- the thing I love most about Finn is the fact that you don't, you kind of assume, like, oh, you wait, the Force awakened him to be a good person, but then at the same time, I'm like, you learn that all of the Stormtroopers are harvested as, like, children, which is what they did in the prequel movies, the Jedi did in the prequel movies. Like, we get babies, and then train them up from there, you know, and he was supposed to resubmit for programming. So they, they undergo, like, a thing. So we'll find out, we'll probably find out more about that thing if and when he wakes up in the next movie. What if they do along the lines of the whole gay angle? Because his, his whole mini freakout is when the guy who's with him gets shot and then kind of puts the bloody hand across uh-huh. him. What if that was his actual partner? I think he's kind of Jones and Ray a bit, though. I mean, a little they bit, probably. pretty strong. Uh... Or maybe it was a female stormtrooper. But I'm just saying, like, what if, because they keep, they did that brief little thing, like, that was his first big taste of combat, and then somebody else I, I read about bitched about, like, wait, so you're gonna give a janitor your first crack at combat. <laughs> hey, Roger Wilco. Okay. Yeah, they didn't send him out in the military. And there's and that, that there's a whole fan theory that Phasma's actually resistance, and she's been pre-programming Finn with stuff, and that could be just what she programmed him to do. Um, but... You know the problem with speculation is it's, it's fun. It's it's, it's but and it's not concrete. It, it's it's not because no. people up and down swore up and down. Kylo Ren is Luke Skywalker. Where are those oh people god. now? Oh my god! Where are the they now? I got a worse There's theory one. than that. I've seen a picture of Adam Driver yeah. released on EW's magazine. Come on, you know he's not. So that's yeah. the thing. Like speculation, you just wait Quick to see. Yeah. Oh yeah, but what? Just wait. Oh my god! But uh, my what I what I think of yes, this backtrack a little. Um, so when you think of diversity, yes, it's diversity across the board. Yes. So it's not like I want to go into Star Wars and see nothing but black people. No. Like so, you have you know women as you know uh, women as central characters with their own agency. You have uh, Poe. Who let's be real, he's a little effort. He's a little effort. Like you but can't just say Italian. But he's confusing because you look at any role that Oscar Isaac's played, he could fit into anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's like Benzie. ambiguous. Yes, he's Ben Kingsley. Like, nice. Like, yeah. you know. uh, <laughs> he's a British guy playing an Indian. You have, you know, John Boyega who is, you know, there as one of the the principal characters and in that to me, is really important, and it's more important than seeing like a plethora of people because then you're just smacking people into roles. Like right. I, I know people who um, read for the characters Finn and Ray, and the thing about Finn and Ray is both of their their names are kind of androgynous. Like right. they can be one or the other. Like that, that to me is what's really interesting. Um, not necessarily putting as many black people. Or people of one color, or nothing, like anything. But I'm mean, always putting in like 80 women as opposed to 20 men. Like that's not really what diversity is. Well, right. Like the prequels had a lot of different ethnicities, 
but they were either caricatures or stereotypes in some cases, like the Trade Federation and that and Asian passengers. But then so, the prequels. And then the, that. But I mean, but then the main characters were all white men and women. Yeah, we're just, Mostly we're just, men. people of color just here to help right. the white people right. get to where they're going. Hey, right. hey, Mace Windu. Other than Mace Windu. But Other no, I, I, like I said, I think Ray and Finn are both amazing. I like seeing a stormtrooper as a main character. I think that is an interesting yeah. thing that they have done in the movies they've done in other movies. Well, because up until then, if it did in the, in the original trilogy, it would have just been the same guy over and over and over again. But no, I, I agree. I, I really, I'm glad that they're up in front needs of the movie. And again, I just, I picture all the little girls running around doing thin uh, costumes next year and all the little boys that are in started. Yeah. Like Danny's daughter, Big Chain, was uh, right for like that's so cool I'm so I'm just so excited by that and and so in spite of all the technical problems and technical plot and sci-fi and all that the movie is spectacular for many reasons and one of it is relaunches Star Wars into a whole new generation I think about people who are going to start with this movie as their first Star Wars and that to me blows my mind and I was what I am it's uh, it's exciting, and uh, you know, I think the new movies coming after Rogue Rogue One, I'm very excited because Matt's making some of it. It's going to be a period, a period piece, air quotes for Star Wars, uh, set after no, before a new hope. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it. the plans to get it's the Death just, Star. Yeah, it's referenced in the scroller for a new hope, where it says that there were uh, rebellion, the Rogue One squadron, uh, they've got the plans for the Death Star. And then that's all that. So it's gonna, it's mentioned in there, and that's all it's ever referred to. And then this is going to be the movie about the, uh, the two guys that, or the two pilots that get the Death Star planes. The um, the one of the official words on the movie is that it it takes place five years after the animated series Star Wars Rebels, and takes place I think two years before New Hope, or a year before New Hope. It's, it's kind of the actual timeline in there. So if you're following you know, Rebels, which I've dipped in and out, and you can go back and watch it, um, that's good to know. The uh, music, I did want to mention that real quick, because of course, this was surprising for me with Abrams involved. I thought they were going to bring in uh, Michael Giacchino. Yeah. Giacchino was like a go-to, but they brought Williams back, of course. The Star Wars, you got him. You know, that guy is, he, and I'm sure he has people who have orchestrate. I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, it's a system as much. Right. Oh my god, it was so great. The uh, soundtrack I actually got ahead of the movie and listened to it before I tried to miss the, uh, the titles. I was going to say, they didn't do the same thing they did with like the episode one snafu. It wasn't as bad, like, hey, uh, Qui-Gon dies. It wasn't anything like that. But Duel of the Fates slash Death of Qui-Gon Jinn. Right, that or feud, it was a funeral for Qui-Gon. That was, but no, it wasn't anything like that, but you still could kind of figure it out. The like, one, man, sure sucks about Han Solo, huh? Why do they name a song that? The one audio cue that I do remember taking away, and actually I talked to, to Divine Grace about, is the the Snoke theme is the same as Darth Plagueis's uh, theme from the prequels. It's not oh, a theme; it's uh, like Tibetan uh, from yes. Uh, when we get done with that, let's do that. But um, it's not just Snoke's theme; it's Ray's theme as well. As uh, parts of Vader's theme. Yes. In yep. it. I posted that on my Facebook. Uh, some musicologist friends analyzed the. the, the yeah, maybe that's where I saw it, and then I, that's where I let yep. it say other. There's little bits of Yoda, it. too. That's what's really interesting. And again, this is all. You and McGregor recorded lines. Well, so the, the Rays. No, not even so much that. It's the music. Like Yoda's theme, uh, Vader's theme. They're being repurposed into these other new pieces. Like Ray's theme has parts of Vader's theme in it. And li- listening to it, you hear, and I think that's what Williams was going for. See, I don't fall into the, oh, this is him. This you know. is a sign. No, it's, 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 he's remembering his previous themes and he's re, he's recapitulating it in a way to make you go, oh, that thing, without actually being explicit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the Williams score is great. I hope they do an ex- expanded one because there's some stuff missing from the trailers that I was kind of really excited about in the soundtrack. Um, yeah, let's talk about the con- the contest that uh, Nerdy Show uh, is going to be doing to color. This is a cool, I love this idea for a, a contest, 
bring our episode art to life and you could win fabulous Star Wars prizes. And so really what they want you to do is like a coloring contest with the episode art uh, for State of the Empire, the other Nerd Show podcast. Um, all about Star Wars. It is all about Star Wars from speculation. If you're, if you want to be out there prospecting, looking for gold, like they are the people that you want to be listening to when it comes to Star Wars. So totally go to that website. It's on Nerdy Show. You know how to look. I want to submit. I don't know if there's rules against us submitting. Yes, there are. <laughs> of course there are. It's kind of nice things. I did want to mention before we wrap up, uh, Han Solo, uh, I, I know that Harrison Ford has had a very colored, storied, uh, I don't know what else to describe it. You wanted to be killed from way back, right? You wanted to be From the jump. From the, yeah. From the so I did not, I was not surprised. So basically the original, the original version was Greedo just shot him. It's like, first scene, dead. But like, he's been, he's been very uh, vocal about the fact he didn't really love playing on solo. He's kind of like, I don't want this to be what I'm remembered for. But they brought him back. Not a money. And the promise of, we'll kill you in this one. We'll kill you off, so you don't have to worry about it. I thought he was great, though. He was so alive, and so... He's up there, and he's like in his like, 70s, I think. He's, he's, had a, he's had a couple plane crashes. Almost a couple major scares. Um, I And so he was great. I think he was actually one of the, not strongest parts of the movies, but certainly one of the, every time he'd be on screen, he was good. Oh, there it is. And then his scene, of course, with Leia. But he's he's uh, even even for the publicity, like he's been full he's been bore. He's been in it. He hasn't been like half ass in it. You nope. know, mm-hmm. he's been very supportive. Like, hey, if I'm gonna come back one last time, I'll make it a good one. He even did that little uh, Jimmy Fallon. Um, they're singing a cappella the theme mm-hmm. and yeah. the little the little uh, Brady Bunch nine square thing. So anyway, uh, I think overall we love the toys. We love the BB-8. We we love the exciting promise of a new era of Star Wars fans. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't perfect. Issues. I just love how a lightsaber went from being able to vaporize a man just by swiping it near him to now, and then, you know, cutting off somebody's hand like it was butter and a hot knife to... Hot branding irons? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It was that new crazy crack video. But, uh, All around this lightsaber. Yeah, no, that's what they originally yeah. wanted lightsabers to be. It was all crack. Well, no, that's it's supposed to be based on the old. Well, yeah, that's, that's why it has the, the, the crossbar. The story is that, but the actual intent is back what we original. That that art book that got like leaked actually completely explains like yeah. like the, the the little side things are actually Vince and all the. It, it, so oh, yeah. if you guys can, if you can find the internet, you can find. When it. they leaked that image, or when they when they, were, when they showed that, they then had to go and explain it. People complained. And where are those bitches now? Nowhere to be found. Well, George Lucas complained, and he's actually got billions of dollars. So, I mean, well, why is he complaining? Why? Because he's George Lucas. Because he George sold his property to white slavers. Oh, my God. And, like, <laughs> drove his legacy into the ground. Yes. And you know what? What's really funny is that Star Wars fans, and, like, I love Star Trek. Star Trek is my go-to. I don't dislike Star Wars, obviously. I really like Star Wars. I can like them both. But everyone made fun because Gene Roddenberry lost his fucking mind. He really did. And all the Star Wars people were just like, ha, 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 ha. Then what did you get? Episodes one through three and White Slavers. I never thought that Roddenberry made it worse. I just No, he did lose his mind. Next gen after he left. Yeah. And by left, then he died. But his son's amazing. Mm-hmm. kind of cute. Um, there was and a, plus, Gene Roddenberry is still one of the greatest minds of sci-fi. And also for talent, some of the best writers of today were on Next Generation or Deep Space Nine at some point in yeah, their careers. Yeah. Like that was like the fertile beginning for like Twilight Zone back in the fifties and sixties. That was us for now. Like Brian Fuller, I think, did a stint on Deep Space Nine. Uh, there was a lot of different people actually that had a good run on those shows. Or, 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 um, more. Yeah. Ron Moore. Ron Moore. Yes. One of those more. Uh, any closing thoughts on the Force Awakens? Anything cover? We're good. I'm going to see it a second time. I am too. Actually, I really want to see it in uh, IMAX if I can. But, uh, That's what I'm going to see. If I'm going to do a third time, I want to make it the big Point Orlando IMAX. 3D didn't I didn't think 3D added other than the opening. Uh, you know, Death Star, not Death Star, Star Destroyer coming at you. That was about it. Yeah. Cool. Well. Again, you can find us. Just be happy that they really liked uh, Oscar Isaac because he was supposed to die. He was. He wasn't supposed to make it past. Charmed his way out of it. Was it the crash or was it the torture scene? 
No, it meant the crash. It was been the crash. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why. That's part of the reason why there's no actual explanation why uh, Finn, even though it's just vast level nothingness, still can't see one other person walking somewhere around. Yeah. It was mirages. Got every planet's freaking Arrakis. Every planet in that damn universe. Awesome. Why do you keep abandoning children on these desert planets? How does this make sense? It is the well, last place anybody will look. Services. It'll toughen them up. Yes, they're the last place. Sand. The last place Anakin would look for his children sand are at snow. his home planets. Um, where is Luke at the end? On a fucking island of, or a planet of water? Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, again, social media, Facebook, Twitter. You don't need to do this anymore. We have an outro. <laughs> We have outro. I don't care. Go, to, Go check it out. Go to playmoneshow.com and scroll to the bottom. All the links all are the there. Chicklets, all the chicklets. And, uh, and in, uh, in a few weeks, you'll have a full cash recording. So, yay. Talk about the things we could talk about today. Such as? Everybody dance. Oh, my oh, God. God. What? Lost, really? Last, our long national nightmare oh. will be over. Oh. And with that, may the force be with you. Thanks for listening to Flame On Podcast presented by the Nerdy Show Network. If you like what you heard, and I think you did, please rate and review us on iTunes, like, and follow us on SoundCloud, or just give us your feedback at nerdyshow.com slash survey. Flame On was produced by Pat O'Rourke and Brian Flame On Pitter. A special thanks to all the Flame On listeners out there, you sexy motherfuckers. You. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. There's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow! To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Flame On on all your favorite social networks. Examples are MySpace, LiveJournal.com, WordPress, AngelFire has some good website hosting, LinkedIn is very popular for all your business social profile needs, and also AOL.com. You've got mail. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 